Hour three, Backbone Radio. Glad you are on board. Glad your ears are near. Lend me your ears, if you would, for one more hour. I was pointing out I did a Stefan Tubbs guest host show on Wednesday, so the podcasts are up there, out there. And for our devoted podcast listeners, you'll want to catch those. Can't miss a minute. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk a bit in this hour about the Second Amendment in New Mexico. Oh, the governor decided to cancel the Second Amendment. (laughs) Yeah, that's not working out well for the Democrat governor of New Mexico. Want to get into it? Yeah, Philip Philip Bump, Washington Post, he's had some major... To point out the propaganda of the deep state media, I always have to do a little propaganda lessening. Let's do uh, some more San Diego or South Dakota. I can't write SD. It has to be South Dakota. Uh, Donald Trump, Christy Nome out there a couple of days ago. Can you feel the energy? Can you feel the energy rising? And also the 2024 stakes, the six ways from Sunday crowd against the MAGA movement, against millions upon millions of the American people in that movement against what a few hundred a few thousand in the ruling class in the six ways from sunday crowd as chuck schumer calls them but i thought first you know the cu buffs everybody's talking about the buffs i'm seeing cu buffs sweaters and t-shirts and paraphernalia everywhere Dion sanders is the coach and they're two and all right i mean they they beat texas christian and then they wallop nebraska yesterday and somehow I found this sound on a Deion Sanders, Coach Deion Sanders pep talk for the team. And I couldn't figure out if this was before the game or after the game, but man, this kind of pep talk, this is like, you got you to gotta hear it. If you, if you need a little pep, listen to this one. Usually God give me a word long before this, but he's been holding it. Because it's not about them. This is about us. This has nothing to do with the team that's opposing us. This is about us. This ain't got nothing to do with the naysayers, the the unbelievers, the haters, the doubters. This is about us. When we started this journey, we told you it was going to be trying. It was going to be tough. But you endured because it's about us. That man next to you is a miracle. That man next to you is a believer. That man next to you is a go-getter. That man next to you is a dog. That man next to you is somebody who wants this thing. That man next to you is somebody who believes. That man next to you is somebody that gots to have it today. We ain't got tomorrow. We got now. We ain't got next. We got now. We ain't coming no more. There we go. That's Coach Dion Sanders. And that's before the game, right? Uh, and maybe Casey Bloyer just walked in pumping his fist. Make sure you're listening to the Bloyer, Bloyer Brothers next after Backbone Radio concludes in about an hour. And I'll tell you what, that 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 is coaching. That is coaching. And you can't argue with the record. I saw that the CU Buffs rank now 22 in the nation, and maybe they've moved up since then. Who knows? We're uh, we're getting somewhere. After <clears throat> some years of languishing in Boulder. So yeah, let's count that as as cool. And you know, if you can 
yeah, eight. We're eighteen. We're eighteen now. Yeah, twenty-two yesterday, eighteen today. And if you can get that pumped up for a football game, how about getting that pumped up to save the United States of America? Oh my gosh! And uh, it's millions upon millions in a movement against some small, little, fragile, six ways from Sunday crowd. And I use. I've been using the six ways from <clears throat> Sunday moniker uh, ever since Chuck Schumer came out and said that January of 2017 to Rachel Maddow about Donald Trump is not being very smart because he's making the intelligence community angry at him. And so, boy, they have six ways from Sunday for getting back at you. And here we are about eight years later, and we've seen the hoaxes and the impeachments and all the lies and all the deceit and the arrests, the mugshot and... You, you start adding all of that up. You add up all of that, all of that eight years, and Trump keeps on going. Trump only gets stronger, pulling better now 2024 cycle than he did in 2020 and 2016. The Democrats have had three, four years of Biden screwing everything up, ruining the place, wrecking the place. Um, they said, you know, hey, get Joe Biden in there. He's going to be the adult, and he's going to fix everything that Trump all screwed up. But turns out Trump did everything well. We had the great golden glowing economy. We had no war wars, and now we've got Biden in a World War III pending in Ukraine, the rest of it, the Afghan pullout, the economy just no one likes the economy right now. How much did you pay for gas last time you filled up? Four dollars and what? Were you at five dollars? Yeah, Joe Biden unelectable. So um, you think about the principle of the camels or the <laughs> the camels on the straw's back. The straw's on the camel's back. You start putting straw after straw after straw on that camel. The deep state, the six ways from Sunday crowd, they start putting one straw after another straw, one hoax, Russia, Russia, hoax, Mueller, hoax, impeachment, hoax, start adding up all the round-the-clock hoaxes, you know. Then it's arrests and indictments and mugshots. Pretty soon, doesn't the camel just collapse? Pretty soon, don't the people just start having zero trust, like increasing amounts of the people have zero trust for the media, zero trust for the hoaxes, zero trust for their face value reporting, seeing through the propaganda. When you look around you and you see a country that is in decline, a country that is not faring well under their leadership and with a leadership that seems to not care about you and that seems to actually actively dislike you, your family your values, your history, your country itself. It seems to me, you know, if you could just strip out the propaganda, this would be about a 90% MAGA election victory. Kind of like it shaping up to be in the primary. <laughs> it would be that way in the general, okay? Um, but again, it's that small few, that small few hundreds of people, maybe a few thousand people that are part of that bureaucrat Six ways from Sunday complex that have gotten control of the institutions. They have a lot of money, the oligarch, corporate, globalist, elite money. And so they have a hold of the institutions. They have a hold of the pillars, right, of the, of the propaganda levers. And my gosh, if more people could see through that, if more and more are, you see, the camel's collapsing. 
I say the camel has already collapsed. And for me, the camel collapsed back in 2015. Been seeing through all this all this time. But now, I think there's a lot of people out there that are saying, hmm, hmm, not buying that. Not buying that. Look at this place. What have they done? They've done nothing. Look at what they did with Hawaii. Joe Biden's at no comment about Hawaii. Sitting there on the beach. Start to think this stuff through, folks. And, you know, they label Trump all kinds of horrible names, and they throw everything they can at him, and he still walks in to the Iowa football game, back to football, and he gets this kind of reception. These are the crowds. These are the people that don't buy what the media has been selling. Anybody get the memo to Ken Buck on that yet? Can Ken Buck, can he, get, can he receive memos? The USA chant? Yeah. Sometimes you can just kind of feel it changing. Can't you feel it? Can you feel the energy rising? Can you feel something shifting? And that's where I've done some stuff. You know, the deep state, when they get desperate, what are they going to do next? What are they going to come up with next? You do worry about that when you get these very fragile, frankly, what Trump calls savage animals, these pathological people cornered. Trump looks on track to win 2024, and what will they do next, ladies and gentlemen? I hope Trump has a great deal of personal security around him at all times. We'll be right back. It's Backbone Radio. The Roar song from Katy Perry, introducing us back to... Some phenomenal talk radio right here, Backbone Radio, on your local talk leaders, 710 KNUS, Salem, Denver. Can you feel the ground swelling? Can you hear the roar? The roar, I am a champion, yeah, Katy Perry, that's inspirational. Almost at Deion Sanders levels. Man, was that ever a pep talk. And here's Donald Trump. Guess what? The American people are strong. They're not going to let this country fall apart. Tonight, South Dakota. I repeat to you what I said three years ago in the shadow of Mount Rushmore. The American people are strong and we are proud and we will not allow our country and all of its values, its incredible history and culture to be, to be taken from us. They're trying to take it from us. You see it every day. You see what's going on with your vote. In this election, Joe Biden's banana republic, we have turned into a banana republic. We have no borders. We have dishonest elections. And we're not going to let that continue. Can you feel the ground swell? Man, it's going to be a great, what, 14 months heading into November 2024. Second Amendment in New Mexico. Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, Democrat, has decided to suspend the Second Amendment in New Mexico around Albuquerque and uh, the county around Albuquerque. Hmm. She has declared, and she says she has the power to declare a state of emergency, and then she can just do whatever she wants with the Constitution. And, oh, man, that appears to be backfiring bigly on Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, Democrat in New Mexico. Even fellow Democrats like Ted Lieu in California are saying, uh, please stop doing this because um, 
we're already losing for 2024, and if you do stuff like that, we're really going to lose? Stop that. Even Elon Musk has come out and stated this, quote, At risk of stating what should be obvious, deliberately violating the Constitution is next-level illegal. How soon can this person be removed from office? End quote, says Elon Musk about the Democrat governor of New Mexico. Apparently also, Jonathan Turley points this out. He's the professor of law at George Washington University. He says, problems continue to pile up for Governor Grisham in her flagrantly unconstitutional order suspending Second Amendment rights. Now the sheriff is declaring, quote, as an officer of the court, I cannot and will not enforce something that is clearly unconstitutional. Hmm. So even the sheriff is, says, I'm not going to enforce that, Governor Democrat Grisham. John Solomon points this out. New Mexico state representatives are calling for the impeachment of governor of New Mexico over firearms suspension in Albuquerque. So uh, doesn't seem like that's a very popular thing now, does it? Does it? What the uh, governor is trying to do to uh, suspend the Second Amendment, flagrantly unconstitutional in New Mexico. And I don't know. Um, anybody have any thoughts on that one? That is a highly motivating issue for voters. And quite a few Democrats, believe it or not, are in favor of a strong Second Amendment. And that's where Trump has an appeal to an awful lot of Democrat voters. Yes, indeed, the ones that want to put America first and can see through propaganda. And so the Democrats who are in the know on this say, uh, hmm, back off, governor in New Mexico. Back off right now. Okay. And that, that makes an awful lot of sense to me. And just so, by the way, I give a little bit more of the uh, South Dakota flavor before I go to the phones again, where, yeah, Christy Nome did the big endorsement of Donald Trump. Um, on the border issue, Trump had a few things to say about that. Let's hear it. When I'm reelected, we will immediately commence the largest deportation operation in American history. But we cannot wait until 2025 to begin stopping this horrible invasion. This is like a military invasion. They're killing hundreds of thousands of people between the drugs that are coming in, the people that are coming in, the crime. That's why tonight I'm calling on congressional Republicans to ban Joe Biden from using a single tax dollar, no taxpayer money to release or resettle illegal aliens into the United States, starting on the government funding deadline of September 30th. Interesting idea from Donald Trump. We take better care of these people, and many of them are criminals, than we take care of our veterans, our soldiers. Isn't that a shame to have it so backwards, so upside down, the ruling class, man, you just can't underestimate how America last they are. They don't seem to care about Hawaii. They want to send a hundred plus billion to Ukraine. My goodness, folks, and throw the border wide open. And then the governor of New Mexico wants to get rid of the Second Amendment. Throw the border wide open. 
criminals coming across the border, as you just heard Donald Trump say. People, I think, want to be able to protect themselves, yeah, especially in this uh, this current environment. Doesn't that make a lot of sense? Not to the America lasters on top, unfortunately. Let's say a big hello to Jack in Wyoming. Jack, welcome. Glad you could check in, sir. Yeah, New Mexico. What you need to hear about New Mexico is they're not like most states. When we ship stuff and we have oversized loads, you know, something 12 feet wide or whatever, you cannot get a permit from the state of New Mexico the day before or a day after a holiday. And the reason for that is because the majority of their citizens drive drunk all the time. And they'll, if there's a holiday, they're drinking. And if they're drinking, they're driving. And they're going to plow into the oversized loads. That's the way they, that's how they govern their people down there. Interesting. And I'm not familiar with that. And you, you just, you're, you're basing that on just your experience down there and on the roads or? Well, we, I've owned trucking companies, construction companies. We, ah. We've done oversized stuff all over. That you cannot, before and after a holiday, they will not issue an oversized permit. The, the states issue the permits. I mean, you can get one in Colorado, but you can't get one in New Mexico. Well, that is interesting. And uh, that's, yeah, that's, again, because not aware they can't of control the drunks. They can't control. And, and it goes into a much, much, much bigger topic that you and I will talk about someday. Also. The idea that all people are the same is, is, a, is a big misconception. And you got there's you difference. See, uh, the, the Democrats seem to be nervous about, um, you know, tampering with the Second Amendment heading into an election cycle season. I think that's well, at least a kind of a good sign that. The a lot of Democrats, Democrats are, are saying, "Don't don't do this," right? I know, I know a lot of Democrats that are gun enthusiasts. I mean, they they, yeah. they lose more. But the thing is, the thing that's really going to be interesting is th- this Schumer statement: six ways to Sunday. Yeah. Well, when Trump gets in there, I hope he opens the new cabinet positions and puts me in charge of the six way from Sunday retaliation department, and we'll keep Guantanamo Bay up and we'll fill it up with with the Clintons and the Schumers and the. <laughs> I can't wait. Boy, if that started moving the other direction, boy, that would be interesting. And I got to say, you can't underestimate how fearless Trump is. Apparently, he just went out on uh, Truth Social where he posts stuff, and he refers to uh, Alex Soros, who's the son of George Soros. And mm-hmm. George Soros' son was saying he's going to put a lot, every resource he can into defeating Trump in 2024. And Trump says, he just takes it head on. We can't let this spoiled little degenerate win. His daddy controls the DAs and AGs in America. They are destroying our country. Bitch McConnell is helping them to do it by doing nothing. An embarrassment to the Republican Party. Get tough Republicans. Is that courageous, Jack, to just go directly after them? And that's part of the six ways from a Sunday crowd. It's uh, No one else does that. Trump can play that game as well as anybody, but he has to surround himself with enough people New Yorkers, that'll, that'll do think, it. Yeah. Welcome away, seeing as Joe Walsh. And yeah, I guess sometimes you just got to walk away. Joe Walsh knows that vibe. Rolling with the changes. And yeah, a lot of changes going on. Can you feel the groundswell? Just talking to Casey Bloyer just now, and boy, he was effusive in his praise for Deion Sanders up at CU Buffalo, faith-based coaching leadership, leader of men. 
Boy, get ready for the Bloyers coming up here in just a little bit. Team DeSantis falling apart. Got the article up here in Vanity Fair. Uh, Ron DeSantis' 2024 team is coming apart at the seams. And uh, Gabriel Sherman wrote this. I've actually read a book by Gabriel Sherman. Uh, he's he's pretty interesting commentator. I can't take it all at face value, but he says, A prominent Republican close to the DeSantis campaign said, quote, Ron is telling everyone that the biggest mistake he ever made was hiring Jeff Rowe. Jeff Rowe is the guy that ran the Cruz campaign into the ground back in 2016 and heads up the big never back down DeSantis pack. And, oh, the backbiting, the blaming. Apparently DeSantis is blaming Rowe. Rowe's blaming DeSantis. Ah, yeah, the big donors are bailing out. So, like I've been saying for a while, this is what happens when you're in the doom loop. Team DeSantis is in the doom loop. And so after DeSantis camped out in Iowa, he moved his family there, and uh, the new Iowa University poll has DeSantis' support collapsing in Iowa down to 14%. Trump is 37 points ahead in Iowa, and that was the last gasp of a wisp of a chance of hope for Team DeSantis. And now DeSantis is saying, well, second place in Iowa is pretty good. You know, uh, you know how that works. But um, one thing I wanted to point out that's kind of a kind of a bummer is, you know, when Rush Limbaugh retired, there was a lot of talk of who who would be the best voice to take over for Rush Limbaugh. And so one of the people that did get that slot is a guy named Clay Travis, who's a big DeSantis donor and supporter. And you don't want to, I mean, he's, you know, competing radio network and all that. But um, apparently Clay Travis never voted for for Trump. And um, he uh, is kind of a never Trumper. And here's a tweet from Clay Travis, April 4th, 2016. Hillary crushes Trump and Ted Cruz, no contest. Hmm. Here's another one from uh, Clay Travis. Romney was likable and moderate. Cruz isn't either. Wouldn't be close. And so, yeah, Clay Travis comes out and has, uh, looking at some of those old tweets, says he never voted for, uh, for Trump. That's the voice that replaced Rush Limbaugh. Is that not tragic? Can you imagine a bigger talent differential between Rush Limbaugh and Clay Travis? I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, that's like you go from Einstein, as somebody said, to Curly of the Three Stooges, and that has been detrimental to, to talk radio to um, have had that transition to have lost Rush Limbaugh. It's been, it's been not nearly as good without Limbaugh around. And again, Limbaugh is the guy who saw from the start that Trump was going to win that thing, along with yours truly at Backbone Radio from the moment the escalator happened. Said, oh, watch this happen. Trump's going to win. Said that back in 2015. Watch this happen. And uh, yeah, took some heat at the time, but now the rest is history. Could you believe that was eight years ago? All right. Now, boy, so many texts to studio coming in. Whoever's doing your music tonight is on. James Gang. Yeah, that was the James Gang. And, uh, yeah, Cluck and Buck tweets somebody in. And another says, uh, hey, uh, Doc, Ron DeSantis' biggest mistake was not hiring Jeff Rowe, but it was, uh, 
was saying yes to running in the first place, was even running at all, which kind of makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, that was that was kind of a mistake to even go in there. And, you know, uh, they were th- thinking, you know, and Casey DeSantis was saying, hey, Trump's going to lose his support, and we're just going to walk right in and get all that, and we're going to get that by becoming America last and attacking Trump people at every turn, and the rest is history, of course. We've got the doom loop. One quick propaganda tutorial. This is something I like to do from time to time, just because, you know, we, we like to be able to decode and decipher propaganda. It's a it's an essential ingredient to survival in our propaganda gulag media era. And, uh, you know, the, the, the media is, is just controlled, controlled. And by the way, that makes me want to turn my head. Where's my McGregor quote on that? Listen to this. The same people that uh, control your political regime are the ones that control the media. Remember, the globalist elites rule in Europe just as they rule here. And they've all gotten where they are with the aid and assistance of enormous quantities of money because the people that control your financial markets and financial institutions, the people that control your mainstream media, they now control your governments. And they don't represent the interests of any of the Europeans, and I would argue of most Americans. There you go. The same people that are controlling the media and the financial institutions, uh, those are the same ones, right? And anyway, Washington Post is just occupied deep state space, in my opinion. And Philip Bump, B-U-M-P, has been one of the most reliable deep state reporters going back quite some time. A shill for protecting Joe Biden, as we'll hear in just a moment. But um, Philip Bump deleted this tweet that he put up the other day in which he says this. Fourteen presidents indirectly called out Trump's threat to democracy today. Thirteen former presidents signed a letter. The current one released an ad. So Philip Bump is saying that 14 presidents called out Trump as being a threat to democracy and that 13 former presidents signed a letter. How many former presidents are still alive? How many? You got Jimmy Carter is still going. You got uh, Barack Obama. You got Bill Clinton. That's three you got Donald Trump, who should still be, uh, uh, yeah, 46. Um, so there's he deleted his tweet. So he, he, he so elemental to make such a weird mistake like that. And again, he uses that language, Trump is a threat to our democracy, our democracy. They always use the our democracy phrase, and we know that <laughs> that is the biggest, you know, steaming pile of propaganda, you know what. And I found this uh, little quote from Lafayette Lee on Twitter. When your version of democracy hinges on mostly peaceful riots, fortified elections, lockdown and medical apartheid, rampant inflation, secret police, mass censorship, open borders, endless war, and a ruling caste of smug do-nothings, you'd better believe Americans will reject it. And in Colorado, yeah, they want to try to remove access for Trump to the ballot in Colorado For democracy, right? For our democracy. In our democracy, they want to choose who you can vote for or not. Does that mean it's a democracy? Of course not. I don't have to explain all of this to backbone country. That's like getting abundantly obvious. Captain obvious. When they use the democracy term, it is a term of propaganda to talk about their gulag and their control and their disgust for you. Now, Philip Bump 
went on to a talk radio show and was doing a little interview and was asked about, hey, you know, what does it mean if uh, Joe Biden, if Hunter Biden says that, hey, uh, all this money goes to my dad, goes to the big guy, whatever, and Philip Bump walks out of the interview. He's so thin-skinned. It shows you he's at least embarrassed to be a deep state shill stooge for the Washington Post. This is the propagandist won't even take even this mild, gentle amount of heat from a very gentle interview here. Hey, you t- what do you take from the text message to his adult daughter, uh, Hunter's text message, that I have to give 50% of my income to pop? I have no idea what that means. I don't. I have no idea what that means. Well, it's, 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 I know. It's circumstantial evidence, and you prefer that. No, what, what, what could it I, mean? I have no idea. But doesn't, I don't know. Well, did, I appreciate your has anybody Has anybody done. asked her? I don't know. I don't know. Don't you think somebody should ask her? Okay. Like I, I'm not. I just said I don't know, and I don't know what to make of it. So I have nothing yeah, but, to say you, about it. Yeah, what, but what do you want me to say? Yeah, but you say there's no evidence. No evidence. But then there's a text message where he says, "I give Pop fifty percent of my money." That's that's evidence. Okay. Well, what? Do you, okay. Fine. Fine. So it's evidence. I appreciate you having me on. It doesn't. It, that something like that. Who do you think is being more? I, I listen to that. And I'm saying. Am okay, I? Am I? What, okay, you, you can free you, to go. I, think, I feel you want me to leave, like just walk out in the middle of this, because you can that go. way you can you leave. Can, you can go. Right. Is this a standard? Really? This is the way the Washington Post handles people who disagree yeah, when with I, them. When I agree to be on for 45 minutes, go, go, and then go. I get on for an hour and 15. Yeah, go. that after a while go. I go. go. Thank <laughs> you. You just have to laugh. Philip Bump from the Washington Post. You want me to leave? Oh, you asked me a question about you know what Hunter said about giving his money to his dad. You want me to leave? He admits he's a shill for Biden, and he admits he's embarrassed about it. Hunter Biden paid his father's phone bills, house repairs, and monthly expenses and told his daughter that he paid for everything for his entire family for 30 years. But don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't, give, I won't make you give me half your salary. <laughs> I don't hear the outro music, and I think we're coming up on it, right? Anyway, um, yeah, I, 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 there is our George Strait. You got to understand the propaganda media. Believe nothing. Believe nothing. See through all of it. Calling you by Hank Williams Sr., our sacred number tonight. And boy, let that play under us just a little bit. You cannot beat those old gospel favorites from people like Hank Sr. Just had a text to studio, somebody asking for some classic country music. Maybe some Marty Robbins and Johnny Horton. I have to say, I almost played some Johnny Horton tonight. You have to get around to some Johnny Horton, but we do have some Hank Sr. Doesn't that count as classic country music? We hit Jim Reeves last week. Another Texas studio, and um, I blush at some of these. You know, Matt, terrific show. Thanks for speaking for us who have no voice. And I will say this. It does add impact to be able to say the things that we say around here and that, you know, you just don't hear it elsewhere. And you look at the poll data and you, I mean, the, this is the viewpoint of millions upon millions upon millions of Americans, but it's a viewpoint that gets so constricted and so it's so hard to get these viewpoints out there. I just, I hope. Ladies and gentlemen can understand some of that, why, you know, you don't hear this kind of stuff and why someone like Rush Limbaugh, and I talk, I talk like Rush Limbaugh, I'm not saying nearly as good, like a fraction, <laughs> and Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson and Rush Limbaugh are the people that I would have the most political affinity with, 
And, you know, uh, Rush Limbaugh sadly passes on, gets replaced by someone like someone like this uh, Clay Travis guy who's just weird politically and uh, rhino type, right? And Tucker Carlson gets dispatched, fired, dismissed from Fox News. You see, uh, these viewpoints are the kinds of viewpoints that um, they're very hard. The establishment makes it very hard to get these things out there, but... Just blessed to be able to show up and speak the way we do and call it like we see it. And we, we're very appreciative. Another text to studio. Thumbs up for another great show. Yay! <laughs> so honored. So honored by that. And uh, the text to studio, the phone calls. We've had a many, a many a great chat tonight with the wonderful people out there. And backbone country, I like to call it once in a while on your local talk leader 710 KNUS and you know it is a moment where you are seeing just one guy this Donald Trump leading this movement and he's taking them all along like the way he just talks he stands up to the Soros family another one gosh great show as always Matt <laughs> they're still coming in I uh I'm uh, I'll stop it now I'll stop I'll stop. I don't want to be accused of tooting my own horn. But, you know, somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> and there's another one. Anyway, I better, I better hold off. But one guy into the breach, taking all this stuff on with just such phenomenal courage, not trying to beat around the bush or dance around it. You know, there's Trump taking on the, the, the Soros people. My gosh. Um, you know, most politicians want to cower and duck and weave and bob. And there's Trump saying, uh, called Alex Soros a spoiled little degenerate. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and that's that's billionaires there. He's he's right in the face of the America last billionaires, this guy. Do you have any idea how lucky we are to have somebody out there doing that and leading a movement of millions Great American Eric texting the studio. Great American Eric, we send you all of the best from us around here. And yeah, Trump knows. Trump knows what he's up to. He knows what he's what he's doing. Here's here's how he edged into his closer segment in his packed, sold out, raucous South Dakota rally two nights ago. And you can just hear the crowd here. Help build America into the greatest nation in the history of the world. They bring the music on. Can you feel the energy? The ground swell. Those texts are still coming in, by the way. God bless you. One and all in Backbone Country. But now, we are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in 50 years. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Isn't it just not the way it's supposed to be? Why is it the people they want to get into power and just wreck it? 
wreck it, stuff this country in their own wallets, put this country last. Why? And you know why, I guess, you know, that's just, you know, they're looking out for themselves. Not you. Not you. And when someone does crop up who's trying to look out for you, man, they hoax and they lie and they arrest and they mugshot. <laughs> Good grief, folks. And like I was saying, there's so many straws in the camel's back. The camel has collapsed, collapsed. And people understand this about, about Joe Biden. A crooked Joe cares only about enriching his own family. I care about enriching your family. Yeah. Has Joe Biden enriched your family? Ask yourself that. Has Joe Biden enriched your family or you personally? He seems to have done a pretty good job being in politics all these years enriching himself. Yeah. Do you see the priorities there? I see the priorities. They're, they're pretty, pretty clear. Aren't they? Very, very clear. Who does this nation belong to? Who does it belong to? You ask yourself. Uh, I, I think we have an answer here. But no matter how hateful and corrupt the communists and criminals we're fighting against may be, you must never forget that this nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you. It belongs to you. It does. It does belong to you. This nation, the history of this nation. All nations have mixed bag histories. Ours is a particularly noble one. As the world used to know, as the world used to know by looking at us as what Ronald Reagan would call the, the city on the hill, the light on the hill. What was the exact phrase that Ronald Reagan would use? Yeah, I think, I think you have to remember that, you know, you step back and are, are we, you know, Marxists, communists attempting to overtake this country? And again, the six ways from Sunday crowd, it's a small few. It's such a small, small few against a movement of millions. You cannot forget that. But tonight I repeat to you what I said three years ago in the shadow of Mount Rushmore. The American people are strong and we are proud and we will not allow our country and all of its values, its incredible history and culture to be, to be taken from us. They're trying to take it from us. You see it every day. You see what's going on with your vote. In this election, Joe Biden's banana republic, we have turned into a banana republic. We have no borders. We have dishonest elections. Yes, we do. And I don't know, folks. Um, how do you like it? How do you like it? How do the American people like it? And I, I, I think sometimes you do wonder, could we be on the verge of some kind of some kind of a really great awakening where, you know, maybe was it the mugshot, the arrests? Throwing Peter Navarro in jail? I mean, where they've gone too far, they've gone too far, and then, yeah, the camel collapses. At any rate, thanks to all the texters, the studio, the phone calls, the great chats we have had. Why don't we reconvene next Sunday? How about that? Let's, let's go get them again. Putting America first. We'll talk to you then, Saddle Pals.